0: okay ryan marry fuck kill um mama clump grandma clump is there is there another woman clump a sister clump and sister clump
1: um okay let's see let's see (laughs) i would marry uh mama clump i would fuck grandma clump
0: Get a kill sister (laughs) clump why
1: but you know Technically, I would just be marrying uh, three characters played by Eddie Murphy. So I'd be <laughs> really be fucking Eddie Murphy. But he's been fucked before. Remember the, the uh, transgender prostitute he picked up in
0: the 90s? Yeah, you don't know what he did with that person.
2: He was giving her a ride home. Yeah. She was Nothing crying. She was having a bad night.
1: Mm. So he was an, a trans ally way before anybody else.
2: I guess so. Or wow. he don't
1: But he did, he did used to say the F word, uh, the word, uh, uh, in case you guys don't know, it's he the said word fuck? fag. No, fag. Oh, the F word, the gay one. <laughs> in the 80s, he used to say that word a lot. Nick did gave he? me permission to, to say it one time.
0: You on said podcast. it twice, though.
1: No, just because you didn't hear what I said the first time. <laughs> I oh. heard you. Yeah. No, I know the other horse. He used to say, I think he used to be homophobic in the 80s. Sam, do you know about this? I know you're a comedy historian.
2: Oh, uh, yeah. I've seen his special. He says uh, slurs. What? Why did you bring this up, though?
1: Well, we were ta- I, We were <laughs> Before you got on, we were talking about <laughs> We were doing a fuck Mary Kill and I, I might as well ask you the same question because you weren't here. Uh fuck Mary Kill. Mama clump, grandma clump, sister clump.
2: Uh, it's been so long since I've seen that movie. I guess uh kill your grandma because she's the closest to death, anyways. Um Marry your mom. You don't want to fuck your mom. Yeah. Fuck your sister. Well, you're
1: not you're not Sherman Clumps in the situation. You're you're Sam Harder. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Okay.
2: Okay. I
0: I like how you put yourself in the role and like in the movie.
1: Yeah, you put yourself in the role.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Well, I was just like I said. It's been so long since I've seen the movie. I mean, I still go with kill the old person. Yeah. I mean, it's a mercy kill. At that point, I think
0: but you're I, old. I don't know, you're ladies.
2: morbidly obese. You, you should just die.
0: <laughs> but what Grandma
1: Clumps was, was the skinniest clump. Is she? I'm, yeah. Well, how do you think she, she lived I Thought long? they
0: were all fat.
1: No, they're all fat, but she was like thinner than some of the other clumps.
0: She wasn't as clumpy as as the clump. She wasn't the clumpiest clump. She kind of had the that fat, old lady
3: this, fat. Which is different, you know, like, like kids today are fatter than ever, and like, young people are fatter than ever.
0: Wow, you
1: you sound like a really fat, a really big fat shamer.
0: Well, I'm just pointing out the facts here. That's fat shaming is never okay, I would never do that. Well, uh, Nick said, uh, he
1: he told me this, uh, I don't know if he wants me to say this on the podcast, but he told me you're already. well, he said the other day that um, he was lying and he, he wouldn't leave Dom if she got fat, which I thought was nice.
0: <laughs> yes, Thank, thanks for amending that. That makes the story funnier <laughs> when I tell you It the makes it less
1: funny, but it it makes me look like less of an asshole.
0: In case I'm I, trying but, to get
1: some questions on this podcast from for somebody me? else besides for somebody else besides your girlfriend. Yeah,
0: I, I don't That'd know. that be how rude. Yeah, how am I gonna get more puss by say being respectful to my girlfriend? They girls like that. Oh, okay.
2: Girls so, like to ruin a relationship. They yeah the they they cones. love to ruin
1: a good relationship.
0: If, 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 you're, f- if you're looking to ruin my relationship, please DM me at Nick with nothing better to do.
1: Yeah, and I'm talking about toxic women and toxic women like the fuck. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Let's let's see do, how many do DMs. Speak, do you speak from experience there, Ryan?
1: I love toxic women.
2: Do you have you been doing a lot of dating recently?
0: I've been doing a lot of bumbling. Here. Ryan, Ryan's Ryan's ideal woman is poison ivy from Batman. Yeah.
1: Oh, she's very toxic.
0: Yeah. Or or yeah. Brittany Spears.
2: Yeah. Okay, let, let's drop the, uh, the jokes here. Ryan, <laughs> who are female, you fucking?
1: We're uh, one of the female people work, uh, like uh, engineers working on Chernobyl when that disaster happened. Because yeah. she would be toxic to the radiation. Yeah. Um, so Sam, on this show we do things a little bit differently. We have the guests introduce themselves. So introduce yourself.
2: My name's Sam Harder.
1: Awesome! And Good to meet you. Good to meet you, Sam. Is there any any credits, any uh, skills or credits you want to introduce? Oh to? yeah,
2: I'm in the Showtime documentary about the Comedy Store. Oh, I, you're
1: one of the guys in line. You're Whitney
0: Cummings.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I uh, what else? I play second in the High Times Weed Olympics. Um, what does the I, Weed well, Olympics
0: pretty, entail?
2: Who, he who just won smoked first, a bunch of weed? Uh,
1: Doug Benson.
2: No, some guy. I forget his name, like Kelvin or something. Wow, he smoked so a you're lot able of weed. to smoke
1: more weed than it than than everybody in the world besides one person.
2: Yeah, I mean, all the professional smokers entered this contest. You're a, you're just an amateur if you're not in the contest.
3: Is that at that garage, Mike?
2: No, this was at uh, the Wake and Bake Coffee Shop, which I don't know if you guys went to. No. No. Well, they so this had a national
1: op- contest.
2: No, it was, I mean, it could you could have flown in for it, but it was here in LA. Wake and Bake Coffee Shop was a uh, coffee shop, weed store, and comedy venue.
1: Wow. And it was sponsored by High Times.
2: Yeah. Well, this event was.
1: Wow. So you're, you're, you're a. You're a how much weed did you smoke this on this sitting?
2: Ah, uh, man, the last round, me and Kelvin did twenty-two dabs back to back to back.
0: So how do you loot? How do you do? You just tap out, like I can't smoke anymore.
2: Well, we decided after about twenty-two that we could just easily keep doing more and more, so we switched to a different smoking method and we just started clearing bong
0: bowls
2: (laughs) and uh he beat me in that wow it was you know people are still talking about it so do you
0: just is it just that you cough so much you can't take another hit
2: yeah that's what got me yeah
3: is that how uh you developed your current way of speaking i i don't know you sam but If I may, you sound like you have the vocal range and and current cultural relevance of Brian Posehn.
2: I disagree. I'm doing way better than him.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he's doing better. And he looks a lot better, too.
2: It was a dig.
1: Hey,
2: I sold him weed once. No way. Yeah.
1: Wow. Did you upsell him?
2: no, I hey, gave Nick, him a good know, uh, price. I was hoping he'd take me on tour. It didn't work out.
1: Nick, you know you're just making fun of a disabled person. Sam, Brian was no, Sam, harder.
2: Yeah, I'm disabled. Oh, how so? I have epilepsy.
1: Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. That's why. Is
0: that why you talk slow? Well,
2: no, I don't think so.
0: I think this is just the way I talk. Well, then you're going to hate the strobe light portion of the show.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you can't go to... I mean, Accidental has strobe lights there.
2: Yeah. One time somebody brought a box with, like, a smoke machine in it and a strobe light to the Lyric Hyperion open mic. And, uh... I don't know. He threw a bunch of paper around and had flashing lights. I had to leave the room.
1: Did (laughs) you, uh... Did you, um... Break break
2: it? No, but I did make fun of him. And I picked up all the paper and threw it at him.
1: Yeah, why (laughs) like a a child comedy? Was he a rapper?
2: No, it's just the lyric Hyperion has a bunch of people who take clown, literal clown classes, and then think they know how to do stand-up comedy or some shit. I don't know.
0: Was it Rip (laughs) Taylor?
2: Huh?
0: Was it Rip Taylor? Who's that guy with the the paper like streamer things
2: no it wasn't him it was some fucking probably rich art school student who sucks I don't know I don't want to say he sucks but I don't think he knew what he was doing I don't think he knew what he got himself into with performing comedy there with his box of light yeah
1: <laughs> Rip Taylor is a dead man oh
0: no when that that happen
1: uh, about a year ago Wait, two years ago. Oh, almost man. two years ago. He was 88. You know, Rip Taylor.
0: Oh, he was my father.
1: Really? Oh, your father was your very loss. gay? Yeah. Your father was like the first openly gay guy. But he wasn't really openly gay.
0: He wasn't? like streamers and
2: (laughs) yeah and I thought being gay was like his entire thing
0: yeah I thought that was the whole joke was hey laugh at this gay guy yeah
1: but like (laughs) even like it's weird because like in the 50s like women thought they could fuck Liberace and he was like the gayest guy (laughs) (laughs) did your grandma fuck Liberace that's why Bridget wants to fuck you because you're like the gayest guy man
0: <laughs> Bridget wants to fuck me?
1: No, Nick Linsmeyer. I know. i <laughs> fucking around.
2: Does that get confusing on the podcast? No, yeah. we got it
0: down. Uh, we we, we notice when Ryan is serious, he's talking to Nick Linsmeyer, and when there's whimsy in his voice, he's talking to
1: <laughs> <him>. <laughs> Yeah, because I, I hate Nick Linsmeyer and I love uh Nick the cuck Grease Bellino. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, so Sam, up?
3: yeah, I, I'm curious, where where are you from originally?
2: I was born and raised in Austin, Texas. The
0: oh, capital. Yeah, comedy.
2: yeah it's not really like that, but it is in <laughs> Texas.
3: <laughs> how do you how do you feel about it? Uh, taking all this comedy juice and uh, do you have any plans to go back there? Long
2: Absolutely time? never. I'll never go back to Austin unless I have to for because my parents are dying or something. Uh, I'd I i do not care. Austin had already been so gentrified to hell when I left that any change that happens there now I don't care about at all. Mm-hmm. I talked to I talked to my dad about Austin sometimes, and he just gives me the update on more new things and more traffic. <laughs> Seems like all the mics out in Austin are getting to the point where there's like 60 people showing up, like L.A. Wow. style.
1: Oh, shit. Yeah. Me and me and Nick, went, uh, Nick Porcelino went in March and we had a good time. Yeah. But the mics weren't that as crowded and I got booked on a bunch of shit. But I guess it's now like, I feel like even maybe there's not the migration that there was, you know, people were talking about. But I feel like mm-hmm. just like L.A. comics are just going there on vacation constantly, like to do shows and shit.
2: Yeah. Well, I don't understand why this didn't happen before, because Austin was a city that was fairly easy to get booked in and it had crowds coming out to the shows and all that. But yeah, well, I think
1: Joe Rogan. Uh, Joe Rogan. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I think also Austin's a town a lot like it's sort of like L.A. and that it's mostly transplants. So mm-hmm. a lot of yeah. people move to Austin for plenty of reasons and then end up going crazy or quitting whatever they move there for. So, so I'm sure a bunch so. of people move to Austin to do comedy and then two weeks in we're like, I'm ready to move back home. Like what so happens most, out in L.A. too.
1: Mm-hmm. So most of the people in Austin are like that woman uh, Eddie Murphy picked up in the car in the 90s.
2: They're Yeah, they're just having a bad night and need a ride home.
1: <laughs> yeah, okay.
2: But uh, I don't know. The Austin comedy scene sucks, and that's why I moved. And I'll yeah. go on record as saying that.
0: Mm-hmm. I I had fun there. I got booked a lot. Yeah, nice. I feel like they're trying to get it Austin to be like Nashville, but with comedy. But I don't think comedy works that way. Like, it, I don't know. Bad comedy is unlistenable. But like bad music, you can kind of sit and enjoy, kind of. You yeah. know. Yeah.
1: yeah, L.A. is sort of hellish so it's good for
0: comedy. Yeah. Yeah.
2: All Austin doesn't have enough interesting stuff going on. The whole city's white and they it's just a whole city of white people pretending they aren't racist
1: and eating barbecue.
2: <laughs> yeah, eating barbecue and you know Getting drinking fat. too much.
1: Yeah. Bunch of alcoholics. Here we could like for example um, I was at Goodwill today, right? And nice. uh, the, the one in Beverly. Get out of town. Yeah. Um no, I'm in town. So this homeless guy, right? He uh, started I don't to... like
0: the
2: sound of this.
1: <laughs> oh, well this homeless guy, he's, oh, you think this is going to be go crazy. He started throwing <laughs> shit and breaking it on the ground, right? <laughs> and then he started punching the windows. I thought he was going to punch out the the front doors, right? Uh-huh. And then and then uh, then he went and started smashing uh somebody's car window but I don't think he smashed it he was just punching people's car windows and they were freaking out and they locked uh-huh. the door and the security guard was like a pussy he just stood there and he was like oh you know
0: well security guys really can't do anything yeah, yeah I'm he, not he, there's he no scared. way he's
2: getting paid enough to deal with that
1: exactly yeah, yeah. he doesn't want to deal with it mm-hmm. and then this other guy said he was going to fight him and I was like I don't know that guy looks pretty crazy
2: and yeah, then he's, um, he's got nothing to lose <laughs>
1: So yeah, yeah. So I don't know if they noticed or anything, but they didn't really care about me, you know, stealing on. Oh, DVDs my God. Ryan.
0: <laughs> you took. OK, now I wasn't on board before I was OK with you stealing from Goodwill, but taking advantage of, of a crazy person's outburst to steal from Goodwill. I, I don't know if I can get. Behind no, that. I was already
1: I was already planning on on stealing before the guy <laughs> went crazy
2: oh okay that makes it better did you get some good stuff at least
1: yeah I actually I spent $32 worth of stuff too and I just stole a couple things that were uh, overpriced
0: <laughs> so you were doing the store a favor nobody was going to buy those anyway. he's doing society was a favor it, yeah. yeah
1: I spent $32 worth of merchandise too
0: how much are you going to make on that merchandise
1: mm, let me see maybe Hopefully about two hundred. I don't know. Damn, dude! It. Now I understand yeah. why you're rich. Ha <laughs> ha! Yeah, right.
2: <laughs> How much money do you have in your bank account right now?
1: Well, I had a lot, but I just had to pay make a rent payment. So right now it's like one hundred and fifty dollars.
2: Oh, that's good. That's better than the last time I heard when you had thirty dollars.
1: Yeah, sometimes we'll have thirty, sometimes we'll have five hundred. It depends on the day.
2: Yeah, I get that. <laughs> no rhyme I I reason of money.
0: to it. It just,
1: <laughs> yeah, it just like fluctuates, like Oprah. Wow. You know they say Oprah gets fat and skinny a lot. Have you heard that? I mean, yeah, no, I that...
2: but that happens to me.
0: I heard that
1: twenty yeah. years ago. Right. What was, skin... <laughs> was the skinniest? Yeah, that was a good. That was a good thing to talk about
0: on stand-up on Mad TV. I love, love yeah, Mad TV. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. twenty years ago, I would, I would crush. Great late night with Conan set up, Ryan. Yeah, (laughs)
1: remember Oprah's like uh, fat, but remember she was skinny last week. What's up with that? What's the deal with that?
2: Jay Leno used to fucking dunk on that bitch.
1: Yeah, <laughs> oh, and he and he, and he and he called it Duncan on that bitch too. Like, I think he really actually. Done. I
3: think it was more Kirstie Alley. And, oh, uh, hey, she look at
1: fucking bitch, Kirstie <laughs> Alley.
0: <laughs> there was a there's an old Chicago joke where it, it goes: uh, I was standing on the street corner, and Oprah pulled up to me, and she rolled down the window and said, "How do I get to 294 And I said, "You got to lose a couple pounds." oh Uh,
2: oh i like it though i
1: like it it's
2: funny because everybody everybody in chicago's fat yeah exactly
0: (laughs) (laughs) it's it's like tony calling bobby baklava fat like (laughs) look in the mirror sometime yeah i make fun of fat people all the time too and i'm very fat
2: we're allowed to
0: yeah wait i wasn't allowed to
2: now you have you know? to be fat. Oh, those are the geez. those are the rules of the words.
1: Uh oh, you will when your alcoholism and uh, you know c- catches up with you and you start eating more. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> pretty soon, that- you know, when you get into your thirties, you'll start getting fat. Me.
0: Oh, I got two more years.
1: A couple more years, yeah. No. Linsmeyer, too. You'll get fat. You don't also, have to get fat. <laughs>
3: Lindsmore, you know you can go fat. I'm going to be like Bruce Dern. I'm just going to look
1: very withered very soon.
2: <laughs> that's better.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm I look young, but that's only me. I think mostly mostly just cuz I have so much extra skin.
0: Right. Yeah. Right? You could play like 18 or you could play like 58. You have a wide range. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: I thought I'm you very were like, casual. I thought you were like 23
1: no i'm 32 so you're yeah a
2: plus. you're like the same age i am i'm 33
1: oh you're 33
2: yeah how's that feel to be the same age as me basically not good, good huh
1: how does it feel to have a roommate that's like 15 years younger than you
2: uh he should feel worse about it than i do why you think so <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay. I mean, I've only... Since I've lived in this apartment, all my roommates have been in their early 20s, so it's just normal.
1: You just like younger guys?
2: Yeah. Why not? They don't want to, like,
1: you know, settle down. Nice.
0: If they want to <laughs> Do settle ba- down, they're
1: Do you- out. Do you- so you bang all your roommates?
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the application. <laughs>
0: Nice. All right, rank them from like best lay to worst lay.
1: No,
2: I refuse.
1: <laughs> A gentleman doesn't uh, doesn't bang younger men that are his roommates until.
2: Yeah. Well, Daniel like, Magden.
1: Well, that's uh, why I was
0: asking Sam.
1: Daniel Magden is the worst. Cooper's second worst, and the best is uh, Elliot Mack.
2: You know, I had a roommate that I never saw their face. They lived with me for like three months during the pandemic and then moved out. I didn't know them before. I never saw their face.
0: Wow. One, really one time. Oh, that was me. How is that
1: possible?
2: Because she was all, always, everybody was wearing a mask, you know, and oh, then she would I just see. come and go at times. I wasn't around. And I don't know. Nice. She didn't socialize when she was here because I think she didn't know anybody and just felt awkward about it. And,
1: yeah. She didn't speak she she know no less
2: No, she spoke English. She she was Chinese, so get get your racism right, buddy. <laughs> oh yeah. No no speaky,
1: no speaking English. No speaking English. <laughs>
2: No. Well, I, al- I almost accidentally gave her the keys that had a Chinese food restaurant keychain on them. Oh, no. Yeah, I caught myself before I did it, but I was like, damn, she definitely would have thought I did that on purpose, like I, a yeah.
0: white rice Did you
1: ask her if she had pork fried rice?
2: No, I never, I forgot to ask that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> just has it in a pocket somewhere, like You know my boss is Asian.
2: You don't have a job.
1: I work. I make about $100 a week hosting at the Hollywood Comedy.
2: Oh, that's true. How much do you get paid per hosting gig?
1: I might host like eight a week, so I get paid like 10 to 12 per gig. Damn,
2: dude. Yeah. That's slavery.
1: No, because it's free comedy. I'm doing comedy for free, and I'm getting paid to do it.
2: Yeah, actually, that's the most professional thing you could be doing at a place like that, truly.
1: Yeah, yeah you don't believe in slotted comedy.
2: I mean, no, it, I think it's wrong. And I think now you can really see why it's bad because you have people trying to do slotted uh, type mics and rooms that like, uh, or not even rooms, like outside or on the beach or something. And it's just like, okay, this is ridiculous. Yeah, you're not even
1: paying rent here.
2: Yeah, exactly. It's just like, oh, you're trying to, they're trying to do what you're doing, Ryan, except they're trying to make like $100 from doing jack shit.
1: Yeah, a lot of these people are doing (laughs) shows and they're making a shit ton of money. But Nick, Nick and me run an honest show. and We don't want to overcharge people. So we lose money.
3: Yeah, we're $200 in the hole still from the first show when we had
1: Eddie Peppett's going on. And yeah, we,
3: if we didn't <laughs> have Eddie, we, we'd be $100 in, in the red. Or in no, the we wouldn't. No, we wouldn't. We've broken even on the, the other shows. Each of the three other shows, we've broken even.
0: So we should have like a GoFundMe and get that $200 back.
2: Yeah. Well,
0: that We is... should ask
2: Eddie to be on his show and ask how much he pays. If,
0: if, if he said... <laughs> I do know if he
1: has Yeah, we can open for Eddie. Nick, yeah. we can go on tour with it. The... Eddie and he'll we'll open for him, and he'll pay us. How much oh, yeah. did
2: you pay him? Like two hundred bucks for the three
1: hundred dollars.
2: Wow! Well, he gave we you went a deal. through a
1: medium. We went through a medium, uh, Stephen Lolly. So I think he oh. he got charged extra. I, I thought you you
0: got him from the
1: Beyond. Yeah, we mm-hmm. went through a ghost because Eddie's dead yeah. now, and we went through a medium. <laughs> All right. um, no, but like I That's think if a we could go for a medium, we could have got him for a lot cheaper.
2: Yeah. This is I don't why know. He... I don't
1: think so. I think so, because I, I think Eddie was doing much smaller shows than ours until uh, things opened.
0: Well, I, I know Eddie. Me and him go way back, and uh, <laughs> I, I got to say, I think he would have.
1: I think he would have for $100, probably, yeah, if we just asked him... him directly. We met well, in New Ryan...
0: York a long time ago.
1: Yeah, right. <laughs>
2: the bitter Buddha, Nick calls him.
1: Yeah, let's get him again.
2: Do you have yeah. his number?
1: No, uh,
3: Nick has yeah, his number. I actually do. I didn't give it to Ryan, though. you kidding me? <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah oh I mean, God. that's a hey, great. Hey, call. Eddie,
1: could you give me a ride I, I want to go to, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, uh, I talked to, I messaged Eddie periodically on Instagram. I uh, reply to his stories, right? Yeah, like to reply to his stories. Like he had a story, like that he was, he was, uh, he was performing at a club called Ralph's, and I was like, "Hey, I'm, I'm going to this I just got tickets to the Smart and Final show."
0: Ah,
1: and then you yes, sent it's... him
0: a dick pic, and it got weird. He, he, he liked, he liked that uh, comment. He thought it was funny. Oh, he just, he just double tapped it. He double tapped it. Yeah. He didn't read it. No, he tapped Damn. it. He read, he read it. it. Um, See, if he read it, he would have put ha 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 ha. ha
1: and no, tap. he just didn't have time to do the ha ha. He just had time mm. to tap it. Yeah, he seems like it. a
2: busy guy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, I'm I need I'm kind of worried about my health because uh, me and Eddie uh, walk at exactly the same pace. But when we, we walk together to, to go up the hill to the show, it was a pretty mm-hmm. cool experience. I got to talk to Eddie and shit.
0: Hold his and, hand. Uh, he came,
1: yes. uh, surprisingly, he showed up the show early. Isn't that crazy?
0: Yeah, that was I, crazy.
2: Did he, he like I, watch the other comics?
0: Yeah, he watched all the comics. Wow. I got, I got to see him go piss in the woods. It was nice.
2: <laughs> wow. How big's his dick?
0: Giant, eight inches. Huge. Nah. Damn.
2: Damn.
0: He just rolled up his uh, his uh, pant leg.
1: That's the move. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they don't call him Eddie, Big Pepperoni in the Pants tone for nothing.
2: <laughs> what did you talk to him
1: about? Uh, we were just talking about you know comedy and how we're both very successful and like our specials and all that stuff.
3: Uh-huh. Did, you,
1: did you talk did you- about how you you would have banged Gilda had you had the chance? No, did he have the chance? I don't think so.
3: No. So- I just like I think, you. That,
1: I think Eddie started a little bit after Gilda. Yeah, yeah. I
3: like two guys talking about what would have happened if they were in like the '70s during the most fomenting period of comedy. You know, when everything was changing.
1: Yeah, with uh, George SNL, Warren yeah, Michaels. Man. Hey Sam, do you know Warren?
2: Uh, through six degrees of separation. Yeah, I know Lauren pretty Ooh. well.
1: So how does this work? Well I, know,
2: well, I know somebody who knows Lauren, so you know.
1: Well, Who's yeah, I, I know. Who Who do you know that knows Lauren?
2: Multiple people. Eggno, yeah, I know
1: Rick Rick Rosario is friends with the girl on SNL, one of the new ones.
2: Oh, really? <laughs> oh, Punky.
1: <laughs> no, not Punky. Uh, what's Kate name? McKinnon. No, she, she just got joined the cast. I forget. She used to be uh, do a lot of improv with Rick, though. Leslie Jones? No, she's she's kind of hot. I can't remember her name. Tina Leslie Faye. Jones. Oh, yeah. Leslie Jones. She's very hot. <laughs> uh,
2: yeah, I know Andrew Dismukes from Austin. Uh,
1: Is he an SNL guy?
2: Yeah, he's uh, on the featured players now.
1: Never heard of him. I, is he is he the gay Asian one?
2: He wishes. No. That that's guy Bo gets all, all the screen time.
1: That's Bo and Bo and Yang.
2: Uh, and I also know Steven Castillo, who's a writer, and uh, Lee McGrath, who works in the graphics and prop department. Hmm. So Lee is basically the on graphics? the show. Huh? You know Conan? Yeah, I mean, me and him got issues. You and Conan? Yeah, he's a rich kid. I want to kick his ass, you know. That no. story.
0: Yeah. Happens all the time.
2: Stephen because
3: He's a good uh, uh Twitter follow. Uh-huh. Funny guy. He's a
2: good one. Do you, do you guys want to know his real name? Yeah. yeah. Stephen King. Whoa. <laughs> he had to change it.
1: <laughs> That's funny.
2: He used to go by Stephen King when he still lived in L.A., but I think, you know, probably the manager came in and was like, "Look, this can't happen."
0: Yeah, there can't be two Stephen Kings.
2: This is just gonna hurt your career because Americans are so dumb; they won't You're be just, able to accept there's I, a second Stephen to, King.
1: Yeah, Can I change my name to my grandma's name so uh, for diversity?
2: What His name, name is your... that?
1: Calderone.
2: <laughs> what
1: Stephen? Uh, Ryan
2: Calderone.
3: Uh, you yeah. sound
1: like a heartthrob from uh, Ryan the Cal- Archer. Yeah, I'll be like the Cuban guy.
2: I think uh, you should change your name to Ryan Cabrone.
1: Cabroni. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Cabroni.
2: <laughs> that might be good. Uh, it'll up your appeal with Spanish audiences, which Isn't right like now Cabroni? is very low.
3: Isn't that
1: what like Italian people call their buddies? Like, hey, cabroni.
0: What? I've never heard that.
3: No,
2: cabroni. not at all. <laughs>
0: cabron. Oh yeah, cabron. It's it like
2: off. fucker in Spanish.
1: Cabron means yeah. sex machine. It does. It means dumbass. I just looked it up. So you you do improv, Sam? I I imagine since you know all these SNL people.
2: Uh no, I know them all from stand up.
1: You don't do improv at all.
2: No, never have. I just do it on stage. I've oh, never
1: you, you just do stand-up on stage. He he
0: does it like a man, just him in yeah. the microphone. Because yeah, I man. used to uh I used to see you at UCB.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so, right. Open mic. Oh, I,
0: I I go to the open mic now.
1: No. Hey, guys, I want to tell you guys something about Sam. Um, I used to go to that UCB open mic, and I went about six times just to press my luck, kind of, and it was close. And Sam got me up on my second or third time there. And then the other seven or eight times, there was, like, a woman hosting, and she got, like, exactly the same people that always get up there, and I didn't get up, and it was the most rigged mic I've ever been to in my life. So I'm glad that they closed the location where they had the open mic. I'm glad it's gone. Fuck those That's, people.
2: I was the unofficial fourth host of that mic, and uh, I get it, man. I get it. It was it was one of the most rigged mic in uh, in comedy. Probably you tying, got up, so tying yeah. for other. You know what? You know how I would do it. I would just pull the names from the bucket and not rig them. And yeah. uh, you know how many people got pissed as fuck at me over that? <laughs> how many? Uh, way more than I realized. <laughs> 3.
3: Yeah, that's good. I like I like how you, Josh I, like I could imagine Josh Edelman really wanting it to be rigged.
2: <laughs> you no, know, I
1: could like the whole like all the East Side hipsters comics always got up.
2: Yeah, the people who are successful now.
1: All got <laughs> yeah. <up>. Michael <laughs> oh, Longfellow,
2: Cooper, yeah. Cooper
1: Lyden. Is Cooper yeah. successful?
2: I mean, more than us, right? Yeah. <laughs> He's in a fucking national television commercial.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, he does That's... have a job. He does have a job uh, at Crossroads.
2: Yeah. It's the cool one, though.
1: Yeah. He
0: went He went down to the Crossroads?
1: Yeah. Much like Eric Clapton.
0: Robert Johnson?
1: Well, Eric Clapton covered us
3: all. Oh, yeah. Do we consider Sean Riley successful. He has like a lot of. T- uh tiktok traction but he's only made like 120 bucks from it
1: but really? he's not one of those he's not one of those hipster east side comics that we were just talking about
3: right I'm uh, just I curious where we draw the line those, those
1: people i agree let's a lot take a of, those, right a of those comics have like 100 200 000 twitter followers it's pretty crazy
2: yeah, or they're like working professionals who like would only go to mics like that because they know they would get up. Interesting. You know? interesting. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff like that happening at that mic too.
3: Yeah. Robert Schultz. Robert Schultz, Schultz, for
1: example. Yeah, Robert Schultz, I was at a mic with. I like Robert, but he left before I sat. He just he just left after him and his girlfriend got up. Oh,
2: that's fucked up, Robert. Robert, if you're listening to this, you fucking sold out. You used to watch you Ryan fucked sets. up, dude,
1: You missed a good set. <laughs> and uh, did you do yeah, the same it was, movement? There was a mic called Can't Even. Have you been there?
2: Oh no, that's the one that you can't see the address until you show up, until you sign up, right?
1: Yeah, it's the one no it's just that delicious pizza sunset.
2: Oh, uh, okay. In the back. Is there a, is it a pre-sign up though? No, nah,
1: it's five dollar slotted. I think that's is that the one you were you were shitting on on Twitter, right?
2: Yeah, because they're the ones who charge ten dollars for the audience.
0: That's insane. Oh, for the show, no, no, for know, the open mic. For the open, the open mic. mic, sign up. Oh, they yeah, don't enforce that because anybody eating pizza there gets, watches it.
2: Well, the fact that they would even put it online, yeah. is insane. Mm-hmm. It's not even <laughs> that the fact that they enforce it or whatever, it's just, say, just they the say gall. Free
1: so you could to have people watch your comedy. Yeah, really?
2: It was funny because I saw that the day after I'd been to the comedy nook where five people sat down and came in from the street and just watched the open mic who weren't comics. And then to see that where it's just like, pay $10 to watch people suck dick at comedy. <laughs> it's <was> just like, <laughs> Jesus Christ.
1: Yeah, you would have to be like a, a literal crazy person to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, it would be stupid because it'd be like, well, why don't I pay the five and just go on stage for for less money?
2: <laughs> yeah, just walk up and be like, "Yeah, I'm gonna give my time back to the room."
0: It's ten bucks <laughs> if you don't want to go on
1: stage. <laughs> yeah, it was I pretty did. cool though when I went uh, yesterday because the mic uh, didn't work. They and they and uh, she went to Guitar Center and bought a brand new mic. And I, I was the only person on the mic that got to Because to, I was last I got to use a brand new mic for my whole oh.
0: set And they immediately she? had to buy a new one Because
2: Who runs the mic?
0: Who we runs do. the world? Women do Taylor. Eccleston Eckstein. Eckstein
2: Man, I don't know anybody who does comedy anymore it Rules <laughs> I don't know who's trying to make money Off me It's great That's it's so funny that the delicious pizza mic is now a five dollar mic because it used to not used to be able to go and just perform there for free. So that's how I know people are fucking being leeches on the comedy scene, you know? Like they're not being charged to use that space. She's just being like, Oh, how can I scam my fellow comics out of a hundred dollars tonight? And uh and you participated in that, Ryan. There has to be. All I'm saying is, there has to be. Get to a point with these five five dollar mics where we're just like, no, we're not going to pay money to do comedy in a room that was free six months ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah I
1: don't. I don't think so. I think people want to do comedy.
3: Yeah, yeah. But also,
1: if all comedy was free, wouldn't that ha- wouldn't be there? All, wouldn't there be a lot of riffraff with these mics that are homeless?
2: bro what kind of people do you think show up to the five dollar mics what five dollar mics are you going to where the riffraff is not there <laughs> <laughs> like seriously um yeah, it definitely been, it doesn't I've been, I've, keep anybody out
0: i have been anti slotted mics lately just because i'm broke
2: <laughs> yeah it's and so expensive
0: yeah, I, just, I, I want to at least get a drink with my mic, you know?
2: You used to be able to go to delicious, vi- or, you know, pizza and buy a vinyl record for a dollar.
0: You can still do that.
1: You can still do that.
0: You just can't go on the mic. And if you yeah. watch it, it's $10. <laughs> but if you, what, if, what if I was to
1: buy a pizza and just go there? And watch the comedy,
2: they would still chart. They'd I bet they'd go, You have to pay fifty dollars because you're such a fucking idiot. <laughs> you, you bought pizza here, and now you want to watch the show. They're just gonna yeah. treat you like shit.
1: What if you I bring think... a date? If you bring a date there to watch the open mic, you have to pay a hundred dollars.
2: Yeah, that makes sense because that's a good night out to yeah.
0: <laughs> 20 a great different night comics. Out. Watch you it, gotta pay. me and Robert yep. Schultz. You, you gotta pay a hundred for each mic, so that's four hundred if you stay for all four.
2: Yeah, that's I was thinking about that recently. Think about if you paid uh, to do like five sets a week, right? Yeah. So then at the end of the year you spent twelve hundred dollars on talking into a microphone <laughs> like just not even including all the expenses that come along with going out and you know, <laughs>
0: Driving, having to
2: having yeah driving, having to buy food, having to pay for Ubers, all that shit. So now you're paying like two months worth of rent to some person who started comedy four days ago. Uh, that's where I start to have an issue with the slotted mics, and I can't wait for the comedy bubble to burst.
0: <laughs> I thought COVID would burst it. Uh, still...
2: COVID, COVID's we... accelerated the burst, I think. Yeah.
0: Speaking Man, of great I comedians. think there's
2: been more since COVID.
3: Wait, speaking of bursts, uh, I don't know if anybody heard the fireworks in the background, but does anybody's neighborhood not have random fireworks going off all the time? West no, Mexicans,
0: good. It's
1: Mexicans love fireworks.
2: Yeah, Mexicans love fireworks. What more? Can you... <laughs> well, gay people,
0: in, gay people in West Hollywood love poppers, but I think it's a different kind. <laughs> yeah.
2: You're not allowed to do fireworks In any nice neighborhood The cops will show up immediately Oh
0: yeah, you get citizen Like, shots fired
2: <laughs> Every time
3: Yeah, every <laughs> year uh, Rick- Sometimes they're right outside my window And it
1: makes all the car alarms go off It's so annoying Yeah, so, yeah People will say there's a, Like a gunshot from fireworks Because they're stupid no, yeah, I, I, I turned off citizen Welcome to the conversation three minutes
0: ago, Ryan. Yeah. No,
1: that's what you were just saying.
2: I know. No, it's true, though. I, I'll sit around my house and there'll be fireworks going off, and then so, I'll get a notification on citizen app that they heard three shots fired or something like that. It's, it's like, uh, I don't know. I don't know if these be- people have ever been around a shooting, but you'd see somebody, you wouldn't just hear three booms and go, Oh my gosh.
1: And a gun, a gun sounds different than fireworks.
2: Way different. Fireworks
0: are, are louder. Is it true that gunshots don't echo? I've heard people say that. No, that, that, that is I not
2: know. true. Yeah.
0: How it many times just
2: have you a... been shot, Sam? What?
1: How many times have you been shot?
2: Uh, zero, thankfully.
1: But what about, you? you're from Texas. I thought you guys just shoot each other for fun.
2: I mean, yeah, with BB guns or airsoft guns or something, but... If you have parents who know anything about gun safety, you shouldn't have the kind of access that some kids have to firearms. But
0: Wait, th- you're not supposed to keep it in your drawer?
2: <laughs> Loaded? <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> Just next to my socks?
2: Yeah. My dad had a gun safe, and I knew where the key was to it, because I would use it to open it and get his weed, which he would keep in there, but you know... I need to stay away from the shotguns and rifles.
1: <laughs> yeah. In Austin, uh, I saw Brian Holtzman and he, he didn't offend. He was doing like some racial stuff, but he didn't offend anybody there until he made fun of guns, gun people, gun nuts. Mm-hmm. And then the whole crowd got silent. They were really offended.
2: That doesn't make any sense. What did he say?
1: No, he was just making fun of gun people. Oh. And Austin
2: doesn't like, have a ton of those.
1: Well, I so, guess they were at the the Vulcan Theater that night.
2: Ah, uh, see this is what's happening to the Austin comedy scene is uh it used to be just like super liberal audiences and now Austin is being taken over by more conservative people even without Joe Rogan.
0: All the all the alt writers kind of went there.
2: Um I think it's just a lot of like Republican people from different states moved to Texas. Yeah. Like people yeah. who say they're Democrats, but definitely aren't, you know? Mm-hmm.
0: They didn't belong in New York or LA, so they went to Austin.
2: Yeah, they're like, where's the place where I can dodge a state tax? And yeah, yeah <laughs> Texas.
0: And it's smack
1: dab in the middle. Don't they have a bunch of Confederate monuments at the Austin Capitol?
2: I'm sure they do. I mean, Austin's a pretty racist city. Like I was saying, it's a city with a bunch of white people that tries to act inclusive. So that's never a good sign.
1: Yeah. And it's in Texas. Yeah. Well, the, I state,
3: mean, the state, though, is teetering
1: on Democrats being,
2: like, voted in statewide, right? No, only in major cities. The major cities are the ones with the Democrats. Once you get out in the middle of nowhere, it's all, it's bad. I it's remember when, the hill
1: people. Hill when people. you,
2: there's like seriously a part of Austin that if you leave the city limits within like five minutes, you'll run into like a shack on the side of the road that sells Confederate flags. It like turns so fucking quick. It's crazy.
0: Yeah. I feel like that's in every state, but like some states it turns quicker than other, like even Illinois, like mm-hmm. you go two hours South, it's nothing but Trump flags.
2: Yeah. Yeah, Definitely. Texas is like that all over the fucking place.
0: <laughs> Except it's like five minutes just outside Austin city limits.
2: Yeah, and all the people in Austin who are hiding the fact that they're giant racists.
0: <laughs> that's, that's where they feel comfortable busting out the, uh, the white sheets.
2: <laughs> yeah, you got to go to Bastrop for that. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know years i've been
3: reading about texas turning bluer you know relatively speaking Uh and it might one of these days for presidential or other election turn blue but anyway this isn't 538 or whatever the fuck so we don't have to talk about it i was just curious that you've heard that theory though right
2: yeah i have i just yeah i don't (laughs) think it's gonna happen though Uh if i'm being completely completely honest
1: honest. yeah i don't think it will either because uh there's a lot of, you know, people that are very Republican. Texas,
2: And a lot of people who are Republicans move to Texas so they can be more racist. So, you know, I right. think a lot of the for every Democrat who moves there, like one Republican is also going to move there, if not more. Yeah, but all the
3: Latinos, I mean, obviously they voted more for Trump this time than last time, but... Younger people and, you know, older people are dying off and younger people tend to vote more
2: liberal. Uh-huh, definitely. it's I think... Yeah, the but main... they're, they're...
1: Huh? Oh, I was just saying, they're, they're coming up with all the... They're passing all these laws that are preventing people from voting that are, uh, like, black or Hispanic. Right. And all these voting, uh, you know, it's like new Jim Crow laws, kind of.
2: I yeah. think the thing is too like in the cities that's happening but once you get outside of any of the major cities it's just you know racist trumpville usa sure
1: mm-hmm.
2: and i think that's going to be one of the biggest uh issues with turning the whole state is because those people also out in the middle of nowhere they'll vote if they think their racism is in trouble you know <laughs> yeah Oh I think I, I
1: think it would be pretty hilarious if if, some, if somehow Trump gets becomes an express. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, yeah, we we'll we'll have deserved it if that happens.
1: Yeah, we'll definitely have deserved it and it will be very weird cuz he's going to be really old.
2: Yeah.
0: Way, yeah, we way can not have really old presidents.
2: Yeah, we've never had that before.
0: Yeah. That's ridiculous. They're always young.
2: What do you guys think about <laughs> Joe Biden's mental Co- capabilities right now
1: they're not great they're about the same as mine which aren't great
0: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I wouldn't
2: want you being the president no. <laughs> it sucks because it makes you sound like a conservative to criticize Joe Biden but man he seems like he is they're like Mr. we uh, fucking weekend at Bernie's with him
0: you know I hate- he doesn't seem like, thing he like, does, does. The, like... Where be, like, he would like hey, be like... Shut up, Ryan!
1: Why? What?
0: No, no I, I, hate, I hate the creepy... I, he does that, like, creepy whisper, like, talking down to you. Area. Oh,
2: yeah. He thinks it's, like... He, I think he thinks it's, like... uh It'll reflect like he thinks average citizens act or speak, but he's so yeah. removed from reality, he doesn't get how fucking weird it is.
0: It's, it's like the Jim Gaffigan voice thing that, like, ah, ha, you know, he yeah. a high pitched, like voice of the audience.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Joe,
2: I mean, they I, can tell you're losing it.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I like what right. he said to Boris Johnson. Did you hear that? He's like, uh, Boris Johnson said, oh, it's it's very nice to have you here, Mr. President. And and Biden says, it's great to meet your wife. <laughs> 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 oh, they're sitting down
2: for a serious talk. and That's the first thing. You know he banged hey, like, his wife. Guys have ice cream <laughs> yeah.
1: In England? Where's what? Dairy Queen? He's like, do you guys have Dairy Queen in England? He kept yeah. asking him about ice cream. What do you call ice cream?
2: <laughs> they're like, no, we only have Hungry Jacks. Or is yeah, that in Australia?
1: Sell, we only sell spotted dick pudding. That's their dessert in England. Ugh. Spotted
0: dick. You, you can tell Biden's senile because his dog was biting everybody. Like he, he's <laughs> an old man, <laughs> an angry dog.
2: Yeah, that's classic bad dog. Anybody with a bad dog is—it's usually their own fault. So. Yeah,
0: and and he was probably like making an excuse for he's just loving yet.
2: <laughs> yeah. I got it
3: got a T bone over here. Let me just give him a T bone, it'll be all set.
1: Son is on crack. Damn. Like, so like Trump's son was on Coke. The new son's on crack. He he likes the party a little bit more than uh, Trump Junior, I guess.
2: I wonder Trump. if if Joe Biden gets like a cocktail just shot him every day to keep him going, you know? <laughs> If by cocktail,
0: you mean Botox.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's a, another fucking thing. Yeah. You know how, how, like, Michael Jackson or any of the other big celebrities or famous people basically just have a doctor come through, shoot them up with a bunch of vitamin B or whatever they need to keep them alive for the day, you know?
0: Yeah. And hope it doesn't kill them. <laughs> <laughs> we, we don't want another, what was it, Conrad Murray? It yeah.
1: Yeah, I love Provo Fall. I take it every night.
0: <laughs> that makes me happy to hear.
1: Oh, guys, I'm doing a show to, to, on Friday at the com- Hollywood Comedy.
0: I don't think this is the plugs portion of the show. Yeah, no, yeah.
1: I just but I was scrolling Instagram. I saw somebody on the show promoting it.
2: Who else is on the show? Anybody we'd know?
1: You know, a guy I know you know one of them, Daniel McRobbie. Oh, oh I just saw him today.
2: A he's a he's a paid regular there. <laughs> <laughs>
0: the Hollywood so, Yeah. So he's, he's a paying regular. I don't think they pay us for the shows,
1: but I don't know. Maybe. Hopefully.
2: Daniel hosted a show there a couple yeah. of weeks ago.
1: Yeah, I did a guest spot on that.
2: Man, I need to get a, get in on these free comedy sets while I well, can. All you
1: got to do to get booked on those shows is, is show up to the mic. And you could, be, you could be 30 times worse at comedy than you are now and still get booked on the show. Uh, yeah. You're really
0: selling this show you're on, Ryan.
1: No, I, I'm just saying... Um, I think he's
2: just me. selling how great of a comedian I am, right?
1: Yeah, like you're 30 times better than the average comedy, is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah but sca- he's saying
0: the show is booking average comics, like Ryan.
1: No, 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 no. He's thirty times better than somebody that's doing really well with their career. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah.
2: that is true. Hollywood comedy is where I've seen the scariest guy that I've seen since I've come <laughs> back.
1: <laughs> yeah, like new guys that are like extremely like that guy that was at Goodwill today. that was trying to break the windows. Who, Ryan, didn't this- you say?
3: Didn't you say you were at the Hollywood comedy and a guy brought in like a large knife?
1: Yeah, I was there with, uh, I think that's when Sarah Lawrence decided to stop going there. (laughs) And uh, he sat next to Sarah and he told her, I guess he told her that he has a website and he has Instagram. He he was telling me that he has, he had like 20,000 Instagram followers or something, which was a lie. And, uh, and And he told her that his Instagram was whatever his name was, has a 12 inch cock or something.
2: Hilarious,
1: her, yeah. He told her he had a twelve-inch cock, <laughs> and and uh, he was like this. And he and he went. He walked up to me and said, "I'm going to come here four three times a day, every day, and in two months I'm going to be very famous." And I said, "Okay, that's cool." Two months he's going to be famous. Yeah, but he didn't. He never got to go there three times a day every day because he got he got banned after after his set. Oh and no! And probably
2: quit comedy forever
1: we, yeah, we can only he, he can't. He came back with a, whole, a full-size surfboard. He said, "I'm. Can I leave my surfboard here?" And they said, "No." <laughs>
2: <laughs> see, see, this is what I was saying about the five-dollar mics not keeping the riffraff out. <laughs> yeah,
0: this guy's allowed yeah. to come by. Do you think,
1: maybe they should charge a hundred dollars? The then they'll only have really classy people.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, at that point, audience has to pay a thousand dollars, right?
0: <laughs> we should have a luxurious mic. <laughs>
2: that well, they do it in the fancy room, right? Isn't is one of the rooms there called the fancy room?
0: Yeah, it has the you know how like there's there's the fancy movie theaters with the reclining chairs and you could get actual food. Uh, the fancy room is, is not a room. They realize that you can't
1: have two mics. In in in, at the same time in a small building, without interrupting each other. So was that a
2: was that an actual plan they
1: had? Yeah, they had a plan of doing two at the same time, but they realized they couldn't do it.
2: See, this is the hilarious thing about people who have never done comedy starting an open mic venue. They just think stuff like that, you know?
0: Yeah. Well, birds did that. Birds had two rooms next to each other, and it kind of worked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so did uh, Fourth Wall K-Town. Yeah, Fourth Wall K-Town too.
1: But they, the but bomb Joe shelter was, uh, with no air. Yeah. Joe was like a professional like construction worker type of guy so he knew how to soundproof the room and stuff, I guess.
2: That's awful. <laughs> Do you
1: love Joe? What? Do you love Joe Manente?
2: Yeah, what? I mean, I'm fine with him.
1: I, I hate really... I hate
2: what he does, but I'm fine with him as a person. I guess. So
1: you're, you're thinking if you if you signed up for a mic today, he would tell you to leave, or would he welcome me with open arms?
2: I think he might welcome me because after the time he yelled at me at your show, he came out and we kind of you know talked it out.
1: I think he was kind of embarrassed.
2: Yeah. Well, it's. It's a classic person with a uh, anger problem thing to do yeah. is have some crazy outburst and then have to be stuck in the same situation that they did the outburst in and they start to come down from the rage.
0: Mm. Yeah. He, he didn't look good in, in, in that moment. Yeah. No.
1: no. The, he, what did he say? He said, you're what's wrong with the comedy scene. If you walked out of here and quit comedy, I wouldn't give a flying shit. Yeah. yeah. Does that mean, the flying he, shit is funny to because
0: that's how Maddie he is. He couldn't even swear correctly.
1: Well, he's Mormon, so maybe he didn't want to say fuck.
0: No, he
2: um, did yeah. say that that's too. Really he he punctuated the end with a "fuck you" or something. It was like a really.
1: Oh, he but, does say fuck. He does cuss a lot. Yeah. But, uh, um. So, uh, did that hurt your feelings?
2: Um. Did that hurt my feelings? I was just really caught off guard by it at first. I didn't, didn't know. Didn't I didn't know really, who he was, huh? I, I, it, I put it together while I was on stage that it was probably that guy, but I didn't know for sure, and I also didn't want to ask, you know? Mm-hmm.
1: You are like, I, I just pissed off the barista, which I thought was pretty funny. Oh, yeah,
0: you did say that.
2: Because the guy was yelling at me with a fucking dish towel on his waist, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, he was wearing dish
2: And I was I see, I went back and tried to find that video to see if I could like download it and play it, but it's just in the comments of a Facebook thing. like a Facebook post so I couldn't download it. But uh, uh, there I mentioned at some point that there's only one black guy in the crowd and then I start making fun of white people. And then that's when Joe started oh, freaking yeah. out. He started yeah. saying yeah. that They're I was white. white. Yeah, They're
0: white. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that.
2: And then he didn't, I guess, didn't like that I was making fun of white people. But then you know what happened? After that, I left my stuff over in the corner where the black guy was. And the black guy just leans over and goes, that was fucking awesome, man.
1: <laughs> was it Brandon Bricks?
2: <laughs> no. Um. Brandon Ricks would have been yelling in support yeah. of me had he been there.
0: Mm-hmm. The, I think the best part about it is it, it didn't make the rest of the show uncomfortable at all. You know, <laughs> you <didn't laughs> no, Jeff not at all. Anything. It was, it was a, it, a great time. It, it did I think get Joe to has
1: worked out some of his anger issues. He's not as angry as he was at
0: that I, point. I think I was wearing a propeller hat when he was yelling.
1: That's probably what
0: set him off. He's like, "What the fuck? What the?" He was like, "What the fuck am I doing with my
1: life?" You saw that twins act. <laughs> yeah. This is this is the kind of thing I'm helping create. This is in my act. venue. This is this is what I'm. This is the type of stuff I'm supporting with my hard yeah. room labor.
0: And then, and then and just, the, just just makes fun of Ryan and everything.
1: Yeah, you're making you're shitting on the host. You're shitting on the producer.
2: Yeah. <laughs> And then I mean and a productive venue owner is not gonna have that. He's gotta he's gotta protect his assets. So well he likes me. I know he does. You're a you're a big spender there.
0: <laughs> not necessarily. Yeah. He likes you just like how my uh, my bartender likes me. They
2: yeah, me. like how my drinks. landlord likes me. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, do you pay your rent on time?
2: Yeah, yeah. You gotta do that. <laughs> especially in the situation i'm in you got to make them think there's nothing going wrong in this apartment at all don't I even would... question it
0: are you, are you just having people stay that aren't on the lease
2: perhaps
0: is there is there animals
2: uh yeah but that's fine
0: yeah are you oh, an animal
2: cat. my roommate has a cat but he rules so
0: you know yeah. i i have a cat and i'm not supposed to have cats so
2: Fuck Hopefully it. Some, sometimes you got to break the rules.
0: Well, yeah. How are they going to know? If they come in, I'm just going to say, oh, I'm watching it for someone.
2: Uh huh. Pet, see, pets are allowed here, but you're supposed to like te- inform them or something, but yeah. who cares?
0: <laughs> so if anybody asks, Cooper Lydon is a cat.
2: Yeah. Sounds <laughs> fine to me.
0: Yeah, He's
1: very cat like, I would
0: say.
2: Mm-hmm. Skittish. Yeah.
1: Skittish and uh, he doesn't like people that much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Harry, he he'll, he can he can get he gets he'll scratch you sometimes.
2: Yeah, o- really o- overreactive when there's a tennis ball around.
1: Yeah, he has a he, tail. Yeah, he runs away from dogs for some reason.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> he, shit, he shits in a box. That's him. Yeah. Gets petted by a lot of white women.
2: No. (laughs) Let's let's be honest. This is where it starts getting (laughs) different. This is fantasy.
1: This is silly talk. (laughs) He doesn't get petted by a lot of white women, I guess.
2: I mean my roommate's cat does, yeah.
1: But not Cooper.
2: No, (laughs) unfortunately not. (laughs)
0: <laughs> do you want Cooper to be pet a lot
2: I mean you know doesn't everyone want their friends to be pet a lot
0: I could care less if my friend got pet
2: I mean you sound like a hater sounds like I you're can- trying to bring the whole squad down
0: I guess so I guess you're right
2: when the when the tide rises dude so do all the boats
0: mm-hmm. what does that mean
2: it means you should be wanting all your friends to get their dick wet constantly. No,
0: I I like blowing their candle out so my candle shines brighter.
2: <laughs> okay, uh, that's an interesting approach. I respect it actually.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, uh, I was just looking at James Steeman has a has a post with Jay Leno.
0: Oh, does no what? Well, Jay yeah, Leno was I'm supposed sure. to be
2: at Flappers
1: tonight. Yeah, he oh. might he might have been at Flappers or Westside. It looked kinda of like
0: Westside, I don't know. I was uh-huh. at Flappers tonight. Or uh I, I went to the audition at Flappers. How'd oh, they that have go? that back? That's bad. It was all right. It was really uncomfortable. It's it's not a very like I don't know. Not, people aren't there to laugh. Yeah.
1: People
0: How
2: are, many people were there?
0: Um, I'd say probably like twenty.
1: Was that Damn, virgin I... there? Who? The virgin.
0: Yeah, he was there. He's no longer a virgin anymore. I think. I think. What? Luke Walls? No, no. Uh,
1: Walls. Josh, the Booker there was a virgin until he was like. 35.
0: Oh,
3: Joshua Schneider. Yeah, he lost his virginity at the ripe old age of like
2: thirty-two, right?
0: Mm-hmm. And it he- shows.
2: Yeah, he's mm-hmm. a lot different now.
0: <laughs> is he, <glowing? laughs>
1: Wait, is he really?
2: He cut his hair, and he looks like ten years younger somehow. Yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. yeah he really does. He still looks like Adam Sandler from Rain Over Me.
2: <laughs> I, I, He was one of those guys who I didn't recognize when I saw him until he got on stage after being introduced as Josh Snyder. That's when I was like, oh my god, this guy has, I don't know, discovered the fucking... <laughs> I don't know what is it called when you uh, drink the water that makes you immortal. Youth. That—that's what he found.
1: In the holy grail.
2: It was in the parking lot at Flappers all along.
0: He's kind of like a.
1: He's kind of like a. Uh, maybe he got COVID and it made him look younger.
0: He's kind of like, he, he like, like a pork
1: He's kind of like a toilet man. water
0: from Flappers. <laughs> oh yeah, that's the pound of youth. I Again. was
2: think, huh?
0: This is what the smell was. It was the fountain of youth bubbling. Oh tree.
2: God, that <laughs> smell! Uh, I was thinking about him during the quarantine because I was like, I bet he's still working in the club of flappers like every single day.
0: Yeah, yeah he was.
1: Trying to, they try, yeah, somewhere. he was. He was trying to, to doing all the Zoom shows and shit. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it <was> horrible!
2: It's yeah. <laughs> horrible. Jesus, Jesus.
0: I just auditioned for
3: that club, so I don't want, and I want to get
1: books, So I wanted to do like that. kind of like a poor man's Josh
3: Edelman. Did you guys used to do those shows before, like the YooHoo Room shows? No, yeah, the showcases.
2: I've did done. You, I, I've done one. Yeah, I did one. How
3: did, how did you get booked on it, Sam?
2: Uh, you just go to the audition.
3: Sure. I've no. I've done some. I was just curious. Just curious. That, how is it that I I got. Past and you guys didn't from an audition.
2: (laughs) I don't, I just think uh, it's all about going there a lot. I also think uh, I'm not the kind of comic they love necessarily. When I next time I go to the audition, I'm gonna like wear a shirt with buttons on it. Uh, They like all their comedians to look like they work in the fucking bank or something,
3: right? Because ultimately they're cops at Flappers, you know. Are you familiar, Sam, with the fact that Flappers is basically funded by the city of Burbank,
2: like the police I, department? I have heard that yeah. that they're on some arts money grant or something. Yeah. So yeah, well, it I, checks
0: out. They're basically I, cops. It, do it, it notice- doesn't
2: make sense how they could be open any other way. So
0: yeah. <laughs> I do notice when I do shows at Flappers, the, the people that go to the shows there tend to be between the ages of 49 and 62. Yeah,
2: absolutely. And I I think that's another reason they maybe don't like my comics there because I'm a little extreme and twisted and sick in the head, you know? Mm. And their comics are all like, hey, I just got off work from the bank and let me tell you the crazy thing about the office or whatever.
1: (laughs) And they want their comics to spend like $500 on their comedy classes. I honestly
2: think that's a big part of it, too. You have to yeah. kind of get involved with the Flappers system. You yeah, know when you,
1: you go to an audition there, they mention Flappers University like six million times.
2: Ken Pringle is a pretty
0: smart guy, though. Have you ever
3: gotten advice from Ken Pringle? No. I'd love to.
0: It, does he uh, teach you how to stack chips? <laughs> yeah.
2: What advice Sorry. did he give you?
3: Oh, I can't remember. Um, it was I, feel like, I feel like it was act out related you know like do more outs or something
2: Josh Schneider the, the like advice I've heard that he gives people is always so weird and funny like he told Daniel Magden he should like exclusively talk about being autistic hmm. he told this other girl that uh he didn't want to let her host in the yoohoo room because her energy was too young or something like that
0: wow he, he told me to talk about my mom and dad, mm-hmm. and I was
2: like, yeah. "Why?" He, I did because they are clearly all it. fucked up.
0: Yeah, yeah it was like, fucked I, up. I had zero bits about my mom and dad. I'm like, I, I don't know, they're boring. <laughs> what he
1: told me was, uh, I did a bunch of like nonsense, nonsensical jokes about like, you know, sea turtles and and fucking bread, like you know my signature bit, and like all kinds of weird jokes about having sex with inanimate objects and shit and he was like he this is what he did he he like had like a real sincere face and he was like when you were up there i didn't believe you (laughs) i'm like well i was like gosh those aren't i didn't really do those i didn't really fuck a french bread you know
2: I, I I have no personal issue with Josh Snyder, but it's funny to hear him give out, like, advice that you would hear, like, people talk about Mitzi Shore giving out in, like, the fucking 80s at the comedy store.
1: Yeah, his advice isn't the greatest
2: and i think there's a reason it's like if you have to watch an open mic and give like five minutes of feedback to every single person yeah. you would just start saying random bullshit too mm-hmm. so i get yes. it
0: every once in a while it's gonna, it's gonna come out weird <laughs> <laughs> also they encourage people
1: to go to the auditions that have never done comedy in their life which is insane they give you a
0: yeah. free they
1: give you a free cookie if it's your first time ever doing comedy at the audition
2: that's that's <laughs> the total like timeshare meeting part of the Flappers University
1: <laughs> that's like that's like just just I guess it's just a way to try to draw suckers
2: Oh yeah absolutely because well there's a lot of people who don't realize that you can just start doing stand-up comedy or they're so used to like a formal learning setting. That mm. Going to class, quote unquote, makes them feel comfortable and like they're learning. So I no, understand like, that.
0: Comedy's like stick shift; you just got to get in and drive. Yeah, I think the only, I think the only person that went to
1: Flappers University that's successful is Anthony Jeselnik.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I bet he there's others. others.
1: I I heard he went to F.U. Because
2: really? there's there's plenty of comics that you. Her, you hear they took a stand up comedy class, but then you just kind of realize after, like, oh, they would have been fine if they
0: never took that class. I bet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, didn't, yeah. Callahan took an FU class. Or he's a graduate.
1: Yeah.
3: Well, what do you think? Is it nearing that time? Is it? Well,
1: it's nearing your bedtime, Nick. So I know. I know
3: what that means <laughs> right. Sure. Yeah, yeah. It means I'm going to watch a little bit of Ken Burns and go to bed. Ooh, which, what's he talking about now? I'm going way back and watching the jazz documentary because I, you know, I watched the Hemingway and that was so good. And what do you jazz have pretty- a
1: PBS app?
3: Yeah, I have the app. So you pay that, for cable, huh? No, I just pay for the PBS app. I donate like five bucks a month.
0: No, oh, that's very noble of you.
2: The Ken Burns jazz is so good. It's interesting yeah. so far.
1: I really like it. I just watched the Ken Burns Hemingway documentary. It's, it's amazing. Ah, yeah. I
2: haven't seen that one.
3: Oh, you got to watch that's it. The newest they have
1: came out a few months ago.
3: Peter Coyote, as usual, doing most of the narration, but they actually have... Oh, you see uh, the guy that
1: gets, gets bit by all the... like. Jeff Daniels plays <laughs> Ernest, right? He exactly. Does Jeff Daniels
3: is Ernest Hemingway. Wow!
0: Oh, I was I was hoping it was about Ernest. Like Ernest goes to jail.
1: <laughs> it's weird. Like it's
0: kind of weird though that the only interview <laughs> he was that he did
1: was when his mind was like completely gone, from, like <laughs> a plane crash, and he was like, you know, had like wet brain, and then he just got in a like had all those concussions and shit. Mm-hmm. Wet brain. Wet brain. That's the one you drink. To. It's what you'll have in about twenty years. Then
0: it's what you have now. <laughs> what I have now.
1: Yeah. But yeah. And he was like, he had like no memory and shit. Wasn't that weird that, that that's his only interview?
3: Yeah, I mean, it, it makes sense, right? He was a very private person to a, a certain, well, he, he had certain things that he kept very private. We'll just put it that way. Not to spoil the documentary, but it's pretty interesting.
1: Yeah. He, he had private, he had a woman's private parts.
3: He was a trans transgender
1: oh (laughs) he
3: he dressed up as a lady in the bedroom really yeah pretty cool
0: hey that's hot i'll watch that yeah Yeah. they
1: kept implying i tweeted about this they kept implying that he got pegged but without they couldn't ever say that peg the word peggy or right because i I, guess yes they can't mention like a woman taking a dildo to a man's ass i recently
0: taught my parents what pegging was what do they say? Uh, my dad said, "Why don't you just take a dick in your ass?"
1: <laughs>
3: you know, Nikki, a <laughs> dick is at least warm. Those dildos yeah. don't usually heat up too well. Why?
0: Uh, why don't you just uh, suck on a cock or something? Is it?
3: it was your dad? Because like, that's
1: I gay, Dad. Take a real <laughs> dick in my ass. Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah they, they were flabbergasted. My mom even Googled it. Like, <laughs> you didn't think it was real. Yeah, no, they didn't think it was real, dude. They thought that was how a made did that up come up? I don't know. He was drunk, talking to my parents.
1: So, has Dom pegged you or uh, or just put some fingers in there?
0: Uh, she's gotten knuckle deep. First knuckle. <laughs> oh, knuckle deep? How, did, how was it? It was okay. I mean, like, right. it's not an everyday thing, but if it happens, it happens, you know?
1: Nice. Well,
2: sounds I'm like gonna, you could I'm be, gonna be gonna the next way. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. I think you're, yeah, I think you're going to be the, I think you're a big queer, queer
0: mode, Nick. I, I do get afraid. Like, it, like if it hurts, I don't want to smack her finger away and get, it, like, snap off in there. I'm a little nervous about that. Or you're
1: worried that your ass is so tight that it's going to snap her finger off. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> like the movie Teeth but with a bunghole, you know?
1: Damn. We got to fuck Nick several tight <laughs> butt.
2: yeah that's good news for the podcast listeners <laughs> yeah
1: fun yeah we have thing. a lot of um, we got a lot of podcast listeners that like uh, bear twinks which is Nick is both a bear and a twink I
0: am
2: yeah well that's These... good you got all the bases covered
1: with things people harder. like bear yeah so, guys, it's time for the final segment that Nick just do, mentioned. Do, Sam, are you familiar with the final segment? I'm sure uh, you know. I'm not. If you listen to one episode of our, of <laughs> you know, we've had 45 episodes, and uh, all you had to do is listen to one to know what it is. And oh, um, there's 44. All, all of our is. other guests like did research before and listened to some episodes sam
2: oh fuck i'm sorry for being the first one to let you guys down besides you're the first one
1: you're the first one that didn't prepare
2: damn
1: no i'm just kidding no no one knows Uh, (laughs) i don't think anyone's figured it out
2: look i have multiple podcasts that nobody listens to i know all i know all about this
1: This is that's what's funny about stand-up comedy. We all have podcasts, and none of none of us listen to each other's podcasts.
2: No, why would we? we too busy producing a podcast.
1: Yeah,
2: exactly.
1: Do I don't know why we do it, but we do it.
2: It's for the love of the game.
1: Yeah, it's for the love of the game. Um, so, so you got
0: a question?
1: No, I I say I'm the I'm the I'm the namesake of the podcast. I have to say this part. Oh, sorry.
0: Yeah, don't want to jump the gun. Yeah.
1: So the final segment is where the guest asks a question for the host, which is all three of us. Yeah. And you're the uh, guest, Sam. You're the guest, Sam. And huh. then you have we have to answer the question uh, all three of us, and then you answer it. And it doesn't have to be a good question, but it can be a good question. It can be a funny or serious question, and uh, that's the final segment.
2: Um, I want to hear a story that about your parents that they would not want you to tell in public.
1: So <laughs> wait, can you can you say that as a question though? Uh,
2: can you please tell me a story about your parents that one they would not like to be told in
1: public? That's kind of more of a demand. Can you say what's the story? Can you say like what's the? Uh, yeah.
3: what's <laughs> Ryan? What the fuck is wrong? With you? That. There's right.
2: Yeah, I want it to be more question like. He's got a mud brain or whatever.
1: Uh...
0: <laughs> mud brain.
1: <laughs> There's
0: a great metal band.
1: That's like what we get in Florida. It's, it's in Florida, we call it mud brain. Uh, <laughs> so what's a story about your parents that you wouldn't?
0: say in public? Is that what are like Your parents would be disappointed you told people about.
2: Yeah, and it's not something you did specifically, unless it is that, but it also could be something they did, you know? Yeah.
0: Okay. Alright. Well, let me think.
2: Should I go first?
0: Yeah, please.
2: Okay. Uh, my dad told me to never tell anybody this and so i (laughs) like to tell everybody all the time Uh, (laughs) one time my dad and his friends had come back from college for like uh i think winter break or something and so they're all hanging out walking around the old neighborhoods drinking and stuff so they walk by their old school and they see that there's some construction going on or something. They go up and they're kind of drinking around the construction equipment. And there's a, uh, like a Bobcat, like a mini bulldozer, you know?
0: Yeah.
3: And,
2: yeah. And so they're fucking around that they can't figure out how to start it. But then another one of their friends who's home walks by and sees them. And, uh, They're like, hey, what are you guys doing here? And they're just all drunk. And they're like, yeah, we're drunk. We're trying to just fuck around with this bobcat. And for some reason, their friend is like, oh, I know how to start one of those. So he goes (laughs) over and he starts the bobcat for him. And then he's just like, all right, I got other stuff to go do. He gets out of there. My dad and all his friends take turns driving it around. And then uh, when they're done with it, they realize that they don't know how he turned it on. So they also don't know how to turn it off. (laughs) Right. And so what they did was uh, my dad said, he just parked it in like a flat spot. What he thought was a flat spot and just like left it in neutral. And so he goes home with his friends and uh, the next day he wakes up and goes past the school And the bobcat is now in the living room of somebody's house. Oh my god! Because he left it in neutral, and it rolled down the fucking hill over the course of the night, and ran ran through somebody's living room. And then my dad said he hitchhiked out of town.
0: (laughs) Wow! Wow! What year was that roughly?
2: It had to have been the seventies.
0: Seventies. That sounds like a seventies story, right? a lot of, like, my dad had one time, uh he, he snuck into the back of this factory that built forklifts with a bunch of his friends, and they all figured out how to start them, and they were having, like, forklift, like, races, and, like, <laughs> demolition derbies with forklifts, and then the, the fun ended when somebody took a forklift and drove it, like, through a panel van, like, the, the forks went through the van, oh. and, and they actually, like, lifted it up, and they're like, wait a minute, this is this has gone too far. And then they hopped the fence and all ran away.
2: Yeah. Then see, yeah. that's the good old days when cameras didn't exist.
0: Oh yeah. That would be all over Instagram. And would <laughs>
1: Man. Okay. I'll, I'll be tell good.
0: you, I'll tell you mine. Yeah. Um, so I could
1: do three hours about embarrassing, uh, stories <laughs> about my dad and also stories that he told me about stuff that he did in the seventies and stuff. Um, but I'll, get, I'll give you one. Uh, this is a big one. This is a big one. This is why my dad is, uh, is a veteran of the uh, <laughs> military. Uh, kind of. Not really. But he's, uh, he, um, when he was like 18, 19, he uh, stole some tires, right, from a car dealership. Uh-huh. And they, he got caught and arrested. And he got sentenced to like prison time. So they gave him like a year or, so, or something like that. And he, he did a deal with the judge where he got out of prison after a week or something um, where he would have to join the military. So that's so hilarious. Military.
2: That's how that happened, you get soldiers.
1: That yeah, <laughs> yeah this, is a, this is a much longer story though. Um, yeah. So he joined the Air Force, right? And uh, so like he joined the Air Force, you get out of jail, and then he, he, I guess he, there was like an older lady. So he was like 19, 20 or 18 or something. So this lady must have been like in her 30s or maybe 40s, but I don't think she was that old. So he, he was, uh, he found this older lady that he was, he wanted to like shack up with and, and, and date and stuff. So he left, he left boot camp to move in with this older lady that he was banging. And, uh, so he, he, he got, uh, discharged after two weeks of boot camp in the in the air force and um so that yeah so your like mom? A, no this was my, my my dad didn't meet my mom until he was like 30 i think my mom was like 24 maybe he was like like late 20s but so yeah so he um eventually now he's a nurse so he eventually got a governor's pardon uh for the felony uh, tire theft so he <laughs> so he so he could go to nursing school. I think that was, that was probably when I was like one or or something. So in the early nineties. So, yep, yeah, that's a crazy story. How did he and get the something. governor's pardon? Did he suck his dick or something? No, I don't think he sucked the governor's dick. He just uh, the, wrote the governor him a nice had letter.
0: a flat tire and his dad came to the rescue with stolen tires. <laughs> yeah, my dad had yeah.
1: some free tires. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he 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 was a tire thief his whole life. But No. Um, <laughs> He um yeah he got a governor I guess he wrote him a nice letter or something and, and he wanted to go because to- he was doing construction for a long time but the, then he wanted to go to nursing school
0: and he became the, a nurse. The punish- and- Ryan the, the punishment for his sins of stealing tires is his son is now the Michelin man. <laughs>
3: oh that's a really,
0: really
2: good one. Oh, man. <laughs> oh roast yeah. battle.
1: And there's another one where I guess he did PCP in 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 high school the senior year and jumped out of the a second story window. And there's another one where he tried heroin with a Chinese prostitute or something. There's a lot of these stories that um, <laughs> are, are pretty embarrassing. Yeah. Wait a
3: minute, Brian. Under what context did your dad tell you about him uh, sleeping with a Chinese prostitute and doing heroin?
1: How did that come up? He must have been rather drunk. I guess. Yeah. He was. We were both drunk, and I was asking him like, what kind of drugs he was. You was like the hardest drug he used or something, and he told me that story. Cool. Wow, so he, he snorted heroin once with that. That's the hard I guess he snorted at one time with the Chinese prostitute. And and you said to him, "Dad, dad, that's so terrible. Why do you have to mention the race of the prostitute?" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, this was when I was like 18 or in high school or something, so I didn't I thought it was kind of a cool story.
0: Was he in China?
1: No, this was in uh, uh, probably Delaware or, or oh, Florida, whatever So it's
2: just some sex trafficked woman.
0: <laughs> yeah. It was a slave, I guess, but... yeah.
2: So well, yeah, he probably he probably wouldn't like it if you told that
1: story. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah he I probably wouldn't like it if like told any it. of those stories, but he, he would tell me stories like that. Um yeah. I guess you're right. But this is all before he married my mom and and became a nurse and stuff Mm -hmm.
2: that that whole story about him just getting his sentence cut down to nothing is just like your dad's white right
1: yeah he's very white oh uh, man
2: being white in america sure is crazy
1: and that was great (laughs) that he got his sentence cut down to a week and then also just like like didn't even hold up his end of the promise to go to boot camp. <laughs> <laughs> no.
0: Yeah. You just go for a week and get discharged.
1: So yeah, yeah that's that... why his father, my, my grandpa who died before I was born was a veteran in World War II. And he was a officer and a chemical engineer uh, in the Navy. And oh, then my dad, a lot. so my dad's also a veteran. He stole tires and went to air force boot camp for two weeks.
0: And, and I am I almost
1: became a veteran cuz I joined the Navy reserves and I did very good on the ASVAB tests when I was like 19, 18, 19 and then I couldn't get in because I uh kept smoking weed and they told me to stop smoking weed so I could pass the drug test tonight. and then I I did quit for a couple of weeks and then, I, then my friend offered me a blunt and I smoked it and then failed the drug test again. So I couldn't go in the <laughs> Navy <World> reserves. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I knew this guy who couldn't join the Coast Guard because he snorted himself retarded off coke and then couldn't stop doing drugs. He snorted
0: Snorted himself retarded. retarded.
2: I you know when some people just like hit a point of drug addiction where their brain just kind of changes. Yeah. He hit that point.
0: Oh, I see.
1: Where he wasn't like those LA's full of those kind of people.
2: Yeah. Definitely. And he was most, he was the Corpus Christi version.
1: <laughs> for instance, that guy at Go Bull was probably at that point in his addiction where his brain was kind of fucked. The guy was, yeah. was trying to smash the windows and smash people's cars. Yeah. yeah. I, th- I think he's...
2: when you hit a hardcore narcotic addiction at like the peak of your brain growth, I don't know if it works out that well.
0: you yeah. You gotta, well, yeah, you gotta I, wait I a little pretty- bit.
1: I started drinking and smoking pot when I was like twelve.
2: Mm-hmm. And look what, how you turned out. Fine. I'm <laughs> i I'm, a,
1: I, I'm a, I've turned out fine. I'm a great comedian. I have a biz. I have my own business. I I've had sex before.
2: With bread.
1: No, with women.
2: Ah, wow, I've, nice.
0: Right. I don't believe you had sex with women.
1: <laughs> oh well, I don't believe you, Josh. You fucking virgin. <laughs> <laughs>
0: fucking- uh,
2: <laughs> You should have him on the podcast.
1: We should. Yeah, I, yeah, I would rather I'd rather uh put hot put uh like hot uh oil on my on my testicles.
0: Josh Shakespeare <laughs> or which Josh? Neither one.
1: Schneider. Either one I would rather yeah. hit my, hit yeah. my oh. balls in a frying, oh, yeah, frying hot Schmader, oil. Was it called, Mac? Yeah. Yeah. I don't
2: know what reason Josh Shakespeare would be on any podcast.
1: <laughs> he's very he's very alt right for a black guy.
2: Yeah, yeah, he's a strange one.
1: He loves Trump and he hates uh, he hates vaccines and shit. It's pretty funny. hates
2: hates treating women right. Yeah, he's like, (laughs) and he's also.
1: It's funny that he hates treating women right because he's like five feet tall, and I don't think women would uh like date him at all. Yeah,
2: yeah, he he's a total incel. He has it's written all over him, and he's also always wearing a Canadian tuxedo. Josh, uh, yeah, we, yeah,
1: think yeah. You're, we think you're a big incel. Come on the pod and defend yourself. <laughs> so yeah, let's you get have your news? guys' stories. Uh, what is something really embarrassing about your dad, Nick?
3: Oh, I don't know how. My, my dad uh, actually and my mom met. They were both uh, married and divorced already. My dad had two failed marriages. So here's a fun, uh, his second marriage the woman uh, tried to stab him because she was crazy
2: and uh, <laughs> that's him what around all that men say about their ex-wives <laughs> well
3: no she she was later diagnosed with borderline personality disorder but um uh, like so most probably,
1: female comics
3: yeah <laughs> and she should have gotten on stage um i don't know uh my uh here's how desperate my mom sounds in the situation. My dad was trespassing on this property where my mom was staying. And my, my, uh, my dad was like biking through and just like looking around. And uh, that's how they met. And she kind of instigated the relationship. That's kind of how I heard it. I need to get more of her her side of the story. But so basically without my dad breaking the law and and being an entitled white guy who just bikes anywhere he wants to, I wouldn't be born.
0: (laughs) So, so you're here because of white privilege. <laughs> that's it. Yeah,
2: yeah, we all are in a way.
0: Yeah, my both. dad should
2: have been arrested. Ryan's dad should have been in jail.
0: Nick's yeah, dad, dad did, should have
2: been arrested.
0: For sure. My dad did every drug under
1: the sun. Nick, Nick what was, wait, what, do you, what did your dad do on a bike again? I, I missed that part.
3: He, he was trespassing. He was just like biking through where she was living and it was
1: private property. Oh my god, that's the embar- look how bougie and like it,
0: this guy is <laughs> what well, his
1: dad trespass on my dad was jumping out of windows on pcp in high school that, <laughs> and that on his bike. that's where we we kind of came from different types. what well, drug was your dad
3: had a, he hasn't had any alcohol in the last 40 years so i haven't gotten any great stories i, uh-huh. I think i here's this here. i don't know if you guys ever heard your dad talking to his cousin and he was saying something that you probably shouldn't have overheard no. but i think I heard him talking to his cousin once that he was like, they would throw up on people's heads off of buildings. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's, that should be your story. That is much worse than tragedy. Well, this is something I remember secondhand hearing. It may or may not have been true. And I think I even brought it up to my dad recently, like the last several years. But I was a kid when I heard that, and he hasn't admitted to it. So I think he just... He represses uh the good stories you know i think mm-hmm. that's
1: just a rich rich guy thing throwing up on people
3: well, <laughs> yeah, yeah i think the, the suppressing good stories is a minnesota thing you know it's too embarrassing so worse. Mm. what's your
1: what's your story what's the worst
0: um my dad told me he, he uh he made fun of he bullied a, a girl with a cleft palate once <laughs> oh no. bad.
1: Yeah. that's
2: so rude and this mm-hmm. was this
1: was this was like a couple months ago
0: too right yeah it was last week no well, yeah oh wow um, yeah, was, was
2: probably... he in a fucking third world country what how'd that even happen
0: no he's just in the south side of chicago just make fun of her the way she talked Oh, you he called, he called her like Mushmouth Mary or something?
1: Oh, no. Oh, oh my. You know, her name is Mary. How, if your dad is such a dick, how'd you turn out being such a nice guy, Nick?
0: Oh, I'd be such a big bully. I, I called you the Michelin man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that
1: is true.
2: <laughs> I think maybe this is his well uh, way of rebelling against his dad.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I remember in middle school there were everybody would bully people that were mentally retarded and stuff. And
2: yeah, I remember that too. Yourself? In retrospect, not very cool.
1: Yeah, and I was like, wow, this isn't very cool. But I think I joined in a little bit too.
2: Yeah, I mean, I get it.
0: are out, you know. Every once in a while, like you got a good joke for one of the weirdos.
2: And you're, yeah. I think, at that point, you don't know better almost like yeah. you know it's wrong but you don't exactly understand why
1: yeah like I would I would be like what the fuck this these people are mean and then I would yeah. go in to
0: try to fit in <laughs> no my, so they wouldn't
2: notice me. you were retarded yeah yeah I guess
0: no my, my dad told me that uh he was he said that he was lucky that none of us were born with a cleft palate with which how, with how much he made fun of this poor girl. <laughs> oh, not, yeah, not
2: He's waiting for his karmic <laughs> retribution.
0: Yeah. he's just like, please oh, yeah. have the lips attached, please. That was that was
1: how your dad would nag your mom. That, that's how they <laughs> met, right? Your mom not <laughs> <out>, married, <right? laughs> dude. Patty, Nick's uh, like kind of worked dad, or like kind of surrogate dad. Patty uh, tried to fight a guy with ALS. You <laughs> did? Yeah, he tried to remember when he, at the mic he was gonna kick Michael Lair's ass?
0: Yeah. That
1: was great. He did it honorably though, because I was on the mic
3: and there was people in the back talking. And he's like, who the fuck is that? I'm gonna fucking, you know.
0: The, yeah, no, yeah.
1: he's like, what am I getting up? What am I getting up? And then, and then back, he like he I guess he didn't see him or he was gonna kick his yeah. ass. <laughs> um so you know you know Michael Sam, right?
2: I think so, yeah.
1: Yeah, he's a regular on Kill Tony. He's a guy with ALS. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Brian, are you tapping on your screen? <laughs> yeah, I was tapping on your guys' pretty faces, except for Sam, who's just a, a shell of a person. Oh. Okay. Yeah, sorry, I
2: don't use Zoom very much. I don't
1: know how to set it all up. I <laughs> have an avatar. You just have a head with a torso, like a circle head. Damn, bummer. I, it's it's it, we we it's been real. I, we, this is one of the longest episodes we've done. It's almost, uh, almost two hour and
2: forty-five. Damn, we did it, guys. We're
1: mm-hmm. there. Oh my, I gotta check on my laundry. I, I put it in before that.
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh my god, it's all mildewy. It, it no, it's all
2: stolen clothes <laughs> Might have gotten stolen. I
0: just It's, it's on for top the of the, the dryer Jason
1: to the laundry room. The department adjacent to the laundry room because there's gonna be a loud dryer at twelve a.m. now. <laughs>
2: Yeah, well, they shouldn't have moved into that apartment.
1: Yeah, they should have. Well, there's a rule that you're not supposed to do laundry after ten, but I don't know who follows the rules.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's not me. Uh, That's not illegal. the guy.
1: Not the guy whose dad used to jump out of windows with p c yeah. uh, Not the guy that steals <laughs> yeah. from Goodwill. Yeah. Well, hey, hey, that's that's in the past. I haven't done that in a couple hours. Um, <laughs> so yeah. Let's uh, do plugs. Sam, what do you have to plug?
2: I have uh, two podcasts you should listen to. The Goods from the Woods. Over the last year, we recorded 152 episodes of podcasts for you to check out at The Goods from the Woods. Just Google that. You can go Who's to The Goods. That? Rivers Langley and Carter Glasscock and me. There's Ooh. also episodes with Joe Raines and Daniel Magden. Lots of other comics, too.
1: Very funny people.
2: Before Very funny people. Before, River
1: from uh, Weezer?
2: Yeah, yeah. He, he edits Plummer? the whole thing. And uh, yeah, there's like 500 episodes of that podcast or something ridiculous. Also, uh shirmed Out with me and Cooper Lydon, trying to get that on one that. off the ground.
1: I was on that for about 100 times less than you were on this one.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: I was on for five minutes.
2: Mm-hmm. And that was the best five minutes that we've had. Oh. It was
1: great. I listened to it back.
0: <laughs> are, are you on shrooms during the podcast?
2: No, no, we're not. I can't oh. do any hallucinogens or all. have is
1: PCP. Sherman is PCP.
2: That's true also.
0: Oh, I thought it was shroomed out.
1: No, shroomed out.
0: Oh, shroomed out.
2: So that's what I got going on.
1: Any shows?
2: No. No, it's of course all. not. Do you think I get booked?
0: Should we give this
1: guy a guest spot at the fourth wall, Nick?
0: Yes, we should give me a, uh, a spot. <laughs> no,
1: I'm, I'm talking to Nick, my co-producer. Oh,
3: yeah, but we would have to cut off a comic or two, Ryan. We we were way over, and we we can't keep doing that, Ryan. Yeah. Ryan can't say no. He's he invites everybody, and then we have I'm, a two-hour-plus show, and then people get tired.
1: I'm, I'm kind of, it's kind of a joke because I think him and Joe have like a a blood feud. That you
3: know? would be fun actually. We we should cut uh somebody else and and, and put Sam on instead. Oh well, yeah, no, we, we don't have
1: to cut anybody. The times are going to be different we're doing 8 minute sets and uh, I'm, and, Ryan, uh, twel- uh 12 minute feature. We
3: can't keep overbooking it. We'll talk offline but it's
1: ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, I saw yeah, the poster. There's like 12 comics. <laughs> 8 minute sets instead of 10 minute sets and 12 minute feature. Fifteen minute headliner makes the show a lot shorter. All right. Well, you booked eight time. of the. You booked eight of the ten. <laughs> My vote is for you to remove one, and we get Sam instead.
2: Yeah.
3: Okay. Well,
1: we we still haven't booked the ten yet, so maybe Sam. Uh, I, would that be awkward at all?
2: Yeah, Sam. You would you do that? Back? Yeah, I'd come back
0: i can't wait for everybody to put their phones up when you go on stage just, Everybody you, might be pissed you better bring your a material because you're going to get recorded <laughs> many times over
2: yeah what if i just riff again
0: yeah, <laughs> no, <is> so <laughs> i don't
1: know but we'll have to think this one over maybe we'll start so talking more about it. race relations i
3: think he's he wants to defend the white race yeah, he yeah.
2: okay i do I have know. some new jokes about white people Oh
0: cool, yeah. Nick. What's See that's right better on Instagram? You're gonna yeah, be I'm on gonna the show, play. right?
3: Yeah, I'll plug I'll plug the show notes. Check out the show notes for all this stuff.
1: So, uh, Nick, um, all you have to do is ask Yao Ying to be on her show, and she'll put you on. Just go at go. To I know she mic. already
3: she already invited me. I just couldn't do it when she said.
1: Yeah, I, yeah, I'm talking about the other Nick too. Oh because oh. he's having a hard time getting booked, so I'm just saying all you have to do is come to my mic tomorrow. Oh
0: yeah, also also I auditioned done. for Flappers. so either I'll be booked by next week or I'm gonna complain about them. So tune in for next episode. I mean yeah, you can might.
2: complain about them. everybody complains well, about you, them.
0: Well yeah, I'm gonna do that also.
2: <laughs> I mean, we spent yeah. so much time making fun of Josh Schneider. there's no way you're getting booked.
0: <laughs> yeah, <If laughs> this podcast
2: God. ever gets out.
0: Oh, yeah, and I, Shakespeare, Shakespeare, that's okay. too. I don't think he likes me. Yeah, yeah, he's gonna he's gonna me if he
2: becomes famous, he could ruin us after what we oh. said on this podcast. <laughs>
1: Shakespeare, when we called yeah. him an incel? Yeah. I don't think he's going to become famous.
2: Well, I'm not going to count him out like that. He, he does have
1: you, <laughs> a really big uh, following on social media, I think. That's good. Good for him. You know? Well, people that use a lot of TikTok are very obnoxious. And I I would I'm not gonna say he's obnoxious, but I I'm not gonna not say that either.
2: I haven't seen him in so long. Maybe he's cool now.
0: No, yeah, he took cool a break now. from stand-up for a while.
1: Oh, he's taking a break, yeah. He's got yeah. whatever. But yeah, I have a show on Friday at Hollywood Comedy. It's not it's no big deal. It's not gonna be a good show, but I'll I'll do okay on my set. And uh, we have a show at Fourth Wall Cafe on the i think it's the 18th on a sunday night
0: is, is that no big deal you're gonna do okay or is, is that when you're gonna no the the platinum
1: package show is going to be a a medium-sized deal
0: yeah okay
1: all right guys thanks for joining the the cable time thanks for coming on sam thanks,
2: yeah sam. no problem thanks for having me
1: thank you sam good night have good night. a good night